The Super Speedway Podcast is a Dream Bigger Media production. For news, photos, show notes, and information about advertising on the podcast, visit www.thesuperspeedway.com. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Super Speedway. I feel fine. Uh, Acar obviously just ran out of talent. Seems like you can win a couple of Xfinity Championships and still stick your head where the sun don't shine when time comes right. So, um, just disappointed. It was a um, kind of an average race, sitting there waiting with our guaranteed rate forward, and uh, never got a chance to show how good a car we had. Welcome to episode 169 of the Super Speedway Podcast, recorded Wednesday, September 2nd, 2020. I'm your host, Eric Young, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, James Cush. Little Ryan Newman there for us, James. The Rocket Man getting uh, getting his shots in, eh? Yeah, getting the shots in. I heard in. that a lot. I heard that live, and it made me. I, I mean, I, I laughed. Yeah, I chuckled. I Newman's yeah. Newman's got a good sense of humor, and when he's irritated, it's even better. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Stuff. I, yeah. I. Uh, well, when Reddick made that move, so for those who, <laughs> you know, if you're listening to this podcast, hopefully you've watched the race. Yeah. Um. But he kind of bonsaied it, uh, going for the lead, and I, I kind of didn't blame him, but I also put on Twitter that he. Uh, Basically, he's a knucklehead. <laughs> it was a 100% bonehead move. Tyler Reddick it knows it, it was, was a bonehead move. but it's He a, admitted it. It's he a bonehead it. move you make with two laps to go in the last race to get into the playoffs when you're trying to get in. I mean. Yeah, he needed it. If if NASCAR, NASCAR got what they wanted. This is exactly what they wanted. This is what the fans wanted. And if you don't like this, then sorry, but this was great. I mean, this well, was here, exactly what we were looking for. Well, here's my question to start the podcast off that yeah. right here, Eric. Um, we're never going back anywhere else for a playoff no. cutoff race, right? This is it. Unless, unless, it's, unless, unless yeah. it's Talladega. <laughs> yeah, unless we swap Talladega for this one. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was perfect, wasn't it? I mean, I felt like it was perfect. It, it was perfect. And I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll mention door bumper clear because we were joking uh, previously this week that uh, we – kind of the door bumper clear uh, after show now. Yeah. Um, but listen to DBC the other day and Brett Griffin talked about, he said on his show back when they did all the, the restructuring at Daytona built the grandstands up. He said, they're not doing this for a 4th of July race. They're doing this to start and end the series series in Daytona. Well, yep. he was kind of right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, we, we end the regular it. season there now and I think it's there to stay. It's a big venue for a reason. Like yeah. they want to do a lot of things there, and you know, obviously, the Daytona 500 is the granddaddy of them all, right? It's yep. the, it's the big show. So this one's going to put some butts in seats when we're allowed to put butts in seats again. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, uh, you know, you've you've actually interacted with my buddy Derek Winter on yeah. uh, Twitter, and from time to time, uh, I saw he posted like, "When can I get my tickets? Yep. I would like to go to this next year." So yeah, this will be a um, big one. Yeah, um, it may it could be bigger than the 500, maybe in time. I don't know. I mean, that's a, kind of a stretch, but you know, as far as importance and stuff. Yeah, um, I mean, it, I mean, it, it certainly has. I think it's going to be a fan draw, maybe as far as it's not going to have the prestige, but the importance right. of it in a season. Yeah, heck yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's a it's it's a big deal. So. And I mean, we couldn't um, ask for anything cool. better. We had we had four guys basically in a battle for the bubble spot, and then the the odds of somebody winning and getting in. Um, you know, it just, you couldn't have asked for really a better script. You're not going to probably get more than four guys in the battle for that spot. And, yeah. you know, 
Well, I know you've that got... people like to complain. I'm well, not, NASCAR I'm not, fans. No, let's just say it. NASCAR fans complain. Yeah, they, I'm not going to name name the reporters, but there's certain uh, NASCAR journalists who complain about points as they run. But that made this race compelling. It's Great. important. NBC. Okay, so I gave NBC a lot of crap at the beginning of their part of the season, and they did a spectacular job in this race of tracking the stories, keeping us informed, letting us know what was going on. My wife watched the race with me. She was annoyed at one point because they didn't put, they didn't have the as they run on the side of the screen. She wanted to see that the whole race. They mostly had it up, but there were a couple points they didn't have it up. Um, it was compelling. They did a great job of covering it, especially doing it remote. So. Um, yep. I'll give props where, where it's due, you know, NBC's had some struggles this season and maybe it really is just because they're not at the track because they yeah, figured it out this week. Part of it. Yeah. Well, and Tyler Reddick, when he took the lead on that bonsai move, I mean, they were right on it. Yep. Leader. He was in. Yep. And that just shows you for the, for the, for those who are, you know, um, you know, those who are wondering at like, yeah, it's a, you know, he's, he's there to win the championship. Yeah. That's why you make that move. It gives you context for, you know, you know, people who are watching maybe for the first time or, um, you know, gambling, things like that. I mean, I know that stuff's important. So. Right. So I will. We I, I got some feedback from a, a longtime listener this week um, that we don't often discuss the winner of the race at all, if if enough. Uh, so here we are in the dog's barking. five minutes in the dog apparently is upset about it, too. Uh, yeah, we're five, six minutes in now. And we haven't mentioned that William Byron won. The Coke Zero yes. 400. He was already in on points where he ran, um, but gets the win and seals the deal and locks himself into the, the 16 drivers of the playoffs. Um, yep. You know, I was giving him some crap a couple weeks ago about needing to, to prove himself, and now he's got the win. And in addition, he's got himself an extra two years. We'll talk about that in a bit, but uh, signed on with Hendrick for another two years. So, Yeah, man. he's uh, I, What a race. I was so excited for him. Um was really pulling for him. I, you know, I, sentimentally, we we'll, we'll talk about Jimmy Johnson. Uh, you know, I, lo- yeah. I know a lot of people wanted to see Jimmy make a make a run at the championship and, and make it into the playoffs. Um, but I think I was really pulling for Byron and that move he made that that four oh wide <laughs> was just fantastic. I mean, really I didn't went think he was going to survive it. I thought he cut a tire down. Yeah, it was. I mean, but that's you know he needed it. I mean, I know Jimmy ended up crashing afterwards. Um, with, with that whole that whole scrum going into turn one late in the race, but uh, you know he needed that he needed that spot. <laughs> and he he made a great move, and and this comes a week after. I know you were giving him a hard time yep. last week, but I gave him a hard time too because I thought he took it too easy on Jimmy at Dover. Yep, and he made up for it. That's for sure. <laughs> right. I mean, it was that he, was that was all aggressive, all talent, all the things that you and I have kind of you, you know we've we've we like William Byron. We've yep thought he had a lot of potential i know we're not the only ones obviously i mean they're you know, rick hendrick thinks he's got potential so yeah uh but to see him come through in a big way uh and break through in you know in, in a very important race and pl- a race that he needed to have a great day uh it's just huge huge for his confidence i, I, I hope to see some more from him coming forward yep i want to jump back to the tyler reddick accident because um, I got my big ones confused. That's right. Reddick, Reddick's wreck was not with two to go. This was the wreck with two to go. This was the two to go wreck. Reddick's yes. wreck was with like 20 to go, I think, wasn't it? It was, it yeah, was a little it, early to be making that move. A little early. Yeah, a little early. Um, you know, His they was were, the first big one of the day, night, which was surprising. Yeah, yeah, and that led to Kyle Busch. Yeah, and they were, you know, the guys were pretty tame yeah. out there for the most part. Um, but yeah, there was uh, that was the one where Kyle Busch... <laughs> 
poor Kyle Busch. Yeah. Uh, he got, he got, uh, he was mad. Well, let's, <laughs> let's talk about Kyle for a second too. Like this is the best I've seen. This is the best I remember Kyle running at Daytona. Um, he was there in position at the end race. of this race. Yeah, he had a great race. And yep. just, you know, I mean, Reddick just took his nose off. And yep. so, I I mean, I was sitting here thinking, wow, this might be a Kyle Busch victory. And, you know, the thing is to think about, you know, one of the big races that Kyle doesn't have yet is the Daytona 500. Um, yeah. Gets another run like this, gets puts himself up front. Maybe next year he finally gets that, checks that Maybe. Uh, box. So. Yep, yep. And this that, that wreck did come at lap 153. So it was getting, I mean, we were yeah. at within 10 laps to go, but still it was, uh, it, was a big, it was a big move. We were in uh, it, but it was still early. Yeah, yeah. He had some time to, to make some, some other maneuvers there. But, uh, yeah, that was uh, – yeah, I, I, it's hard to blame him. Like, I know I'm trying to find the right words. Uh, it's what he had to do. Yeah. I, I mean, I, it's a bonehead move, but sometimes you got to be a bonehead. You know what? He was clear when he shot. made the move. It just you shoot your up. shot. Yep. Yep. Exactly. It was. Yeah. I, you know, you can't I'm not going to kill the kid for it. No, you, you make a you make a move like that. And it's a split second decision. It's literally a half a second that you've got to make that decision. And sometimes you guess wrong. And you That's know what? Super speedway racing, dude. Tyler Reddick is a rookie, but we've seen plenty of veterans make that same mistake, too. And yeah. it's just part of it. You know? Yeah. We've yeah. Everybody makes mistakes yeah. at the big at the big tracks. I would know? call but, Denny Hamlin pretty darn experienced. I would call Joey Logano pretty darn experienced. But uh, they made a poor move and ran into each other and caused a wreck, too. So, yeah, I mean, it's and they're just, probably the two two of the three best guys we got yeah. on these tracks. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. So it happens. Yep. Um, you mentioned Jimmy Johnson. Uh, disappointing. I think both of us kind of expected it to go down this way. Uh, but Jimmy's uh, run well, for the championship is over. Yeah. And he drove, you know, kudos to Jimmy. Mm -hmm. He drove a really great race. Yep. He was in position all night where he needed to be. Uh, just got caught up as as it's bound to happen. Um, and that was the end of it for him. Yeah. Um, I hate it for Jimmy. You know, I, I feel I do feel bad. Um, but really, Jimmy's I know there's a lot of people saying, oh, COVID took him out and blah, blah, no. blah. No, man. He had opportunity after opportunity to seal the deal on this thing. And there's a lot. Of, it's, it's never what's what's the saying, Eric? It's a death by a million paper cuts. Right. Um, Jimmy's got plenty of paper cuts on the besides COVID. I mean, that's a, that is a big one. I agree. You know, well, that's he, probably here's the question. How many points? I don't have the points up in front of me. I don't know if you do. How many points did he, he miss it by? Uh, he missed it by six, six. I, I guarantee where you he ended up, where he ended up without looking at the points. I can guarantee you that he lost more than six points when he wrecked at um, Darlington. Yep. You know, leading coming to the end yep. of the stage. That was I 10 know points. he lost more than six points. When that was 10 he points was, right there just for that stage. I know he lost more than six points when he was DQ'd at Charlotte. This yep. has nothing to do with COVID. This is just, you know, he still was yep. in it after COVID. COVID was a piece of the piece of the pie, but it yep. wasn't the whole pie. Yep. Um, I mean, ask Austin Dillon, yep. you know, Austin Dillon had to sit out of race because of COVID. And what happened? Yep. He won a race. Yep. He won a race and he was already locked in. So, uh, you know, that's what you got to do. Yep. Unfortunately, that's the system. It's the year we're in. Yeah. Um, you know, co you look at Kevin Harvick's having an incredible year. Denny Hamlin's having an incredible year. Uh, but you know what? One failed COVID test and uh, it could come crashing down. And that's just the reality we're in right now. Right. That's the way it is with all sports. The, the thing is, don't feel sorry for Jimmy Johnson. 
The guy's got seven championships. He's okay with it. I mean, he's, he's hurting, but he's okay with he's it. He's the greatest driver we've ever had in the Cup Series. He, yeah. He's, I mean, he's he's solidified he his legacy. This wasn't going to change things. He wasn't going to win the championship this year. Exactly. That team has not done what it needed to do no. to win the championship. So, sorry, guys. Nobody for Hendrick Motorsports is winning this championship. I was just guy. Chase Elliott fans. I'm sorry. He ain't. It ain't happening. Chase is the only one who's got the shot, in my opinion. And, and, and it ain't happening. Yeah. Sorry. I ain't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna even acknowledge it. I mean, he'll he'll win the Roval. Yeah, but I. I, I think don't know. that's worth some discussion, James, when we talk about playoffs. Because yeah, well, we'll get there. We'll I get have, there. I have old Chase in my final four. I'll, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. All right. So. Um, Anything else with this race? Let me pull the results up here. Well, I wanted to say William Byron. So William Byron, Kyle Larson, and Chase Elliott, all three of those guys won their very first cup race within uh, one start of each other, either 98 or 99 cup starts. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Just before their their 100th cup start, they each got a win. I also saw a stat from Fox, I think it was, that the age that William Byron won his first race at is only 24 days off of the age of Jeff like Gordon. That. Yeah, it's something like that. At. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> in the same. Yeah, they're in the same. Uh, they're in the same loop or, or the same neighborhood as each other. I mean, when um, you Eric, want numbers to say something, you can find any numbers to say what you want. Oh, to for say, sure. But. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Eric, what uh, does this change? What does this change for William Byron for you? Anything? No. I mean, no. No. Just I mean, uh, I, great, great win. The, the 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 natural progression that we wanted to see we wanted to see him win this type of type yeah, of race it's right a super speedway win i mean trevor bain won a super speedway race at daytona you know yeah, you know i will it's say not the... something to write home about williams had some really good runs i think that this might be the thing that helps them realize that they can do it and put them, give them the confidence because we know this there's a lot of confidence in this sport a lot of it comes down to confidence and now that he knows he can do it I wouldn't be surprised to see him click some off um, and maybe, heck, maybe win another one before the end of the season. But Caldega uh, or, you know, I, I mean, Byron's good at other tracks, too. He's I good. Mean, he's pretty solid everywhere. Yeah. He's, and got, he's got he's got a pretty good crew chief. I was just going to. That's exactly <laughs> where I was going. So Chad Knauss has never missed a playoff ever. That's interesting. Yeah, never. That's and funny. the cha- and he, you know, talk about hashtag chasing eight. Jimmy Johnson, uh, yeah. Chad Knauss chasing eight right now. That's interesting. Man, isn't that crazy that Chad could? I mean, he. That's again, it's not going to happen. But Chad could could get to, to eight titles as a crew chief. That's crazy. I mean, he's he's got a chance. So, huh. I, I loved, by the way, uh, him screaming at the pit crew uh, not to touch William Byron. I, did you <laughs> did you hear any of no. that audio? Oh my God! So he told the guys. Uh, he told the guys, "Go take a picture with the car. This is a great moment." And the crew guys all ran out there. And uh, they were all started hugging Byron at the start finish line. And you could hear him screaming on the radio. <laughs> I told you to social distance, social distance. I so think even we can in that all moment, forgive has, that. I mean, yeah, he hasn't won a race in years. And uh, <laughs> and he's screaming about social distancing at the, after the checker. Like, <laughs> it's awesome. That's good stuff. Never changed, Chad. Never changed. So, you know, Jimmy was Jimmy was disappointing. But the heartbreak for me was uh, was Eric Jones. Um, yeah, I really thought yeah. Eric Jones, he put it, he had himself in a good position, yeah. thought he was, he was where he needed to be to be able to get the win, got caught up in that first wreck. And, uh, and that was it for old Eric Jones and uh, yeah. no playoffs. He pounded the ball pretty good too. Yeah, yeah, that was, uh, that, that sucks. I mean, he, he was in a place where he needed to win the race and 
you know, that's tough. That's tough to do at Daytona. Yeah. You know, it's a lot to ask. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he's a lame duck anyway. So, I, right. you know, I understand. Right. Um, let's see. Kurt and Kyle both finished back. I mean, this it's hard to look at the results and really see much of a story in a restricted play. Or a, yeah. A you always got to look at the, the normal back marker guys. I mean, one guy that we really should shout out uh, for his late race charge was Bubba. Bubba Wallace. Yeah. That was exciting, uh, and that's Still when Byron fifth made fifth place his... finish despite getting put yeah. in the wall. Yeah, and and that's when Byron made his move to take the lead yeah. um, as well. But that was a beautiful run from Bubba. Uh, he, something to get excited about. I mean, he's good at the he's good at super speedway racing. He really is. Blaney was right there. Yeah. Um, Brennan Gone finished know. eighth. Yep. Chris Busher, John Hunter Nemechek. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, the fun thing with one of these races is looking at these guys that aren't normally up front and seeing. I mean, Michael yeah, McDowell fourteenth, Brennan Poole fifteenth, Ross Chastain. 16th that's a spire car isn't it yeah that's a spire car yep 77 I mean, there you go so yeah it's fun to see some of the back marker guys get a shot at it yep. um and michael mcdowell he was in that big wreck and he rallied mm-hmm. for 14th um so that was a good run uh Benedetto was not good which is surprising uh he just salvaged <laughs> yeah salvaged all day and came home came home 12th so he gets a chance to run for the championship as well do you think uh do you think that the fact that he's in the playoffs is going to solidify him for next season it's weird he had that press conference this week um boy i don't know i wood brothers i don't know i i feel like they are i don't know menards kind of has his back so i don't know i don't know i don't know maybe menards is just with the wood brothers though i it's hard to say i mean when you've got you know, it sounds like Chase Briscoe might stay right. down another year. What do you do with Austin Cindric? Everybody's freaking out about that. Yeah. Um, that whole thing. I don't know if you saw that on Twitter. That was fun. No. Um, basically, his stuff all sold out on the on the Penske shop, <laughs> and uh, Twitter Twitter lost their minds because they couldn't find any Austin Cindric gear. <laughs> they thought he, they thought he got fired. Uh, so with him, with those two guys in the in the waiting, uh, it's going to be tough. You know, did Matt Bandone to prove anything? I, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't hurt to keep these guys down longer, but well, you got the new car coming. So what's the hurt to stay down another year? Right. That's my thinking on it. You know, let these guys run. Let these guys run another season with this current car, and then you know, bring. It, but it's... then again, you have the argument of if they're going to come up and tear up cars, let's let them tear up the ones we're going to throw away anyway. Yeah, exactly. That's so. the Ricky Stenhouse signing uh, <laughs> argument. Yep. Um, but you know, you you said too when we were messaging this week and you know, you, you nailed it. And it's something that we've discussed plenty of times is um, COVID has changed the financial backdrop of NASCAR yep. for the, for many, many years. Yep. Um, and a lot of teams, I mean, look at William Byron. We'll talk about it. I mean, that's, a, that's an extension, but it's a short extension. Yeah. Um, Brad Kozlowski, one year extension. So yeah, the fact that Byron's two years, which I think it's, I really think it's, it's a one a, year extension. It's a though, yeah, right? one year extension yeah. to what he had. Yeah. yeah. Um, but his sponsor Liberty is not, not, um, solidified for 2022 and with, with everything going on with Liberty, we don't have to get into that. Right. Uh, who knows if they'll be back. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's tough, tough to say. Interesting. Interesting. Anything else worth, uh, pointing out here at Talladega or Talladega, Daytona, Daytona? <laughs> whatever. <It's one laughs> looking those, forward to, those looking forward to Talladega. You aren't kidding, man. I'm so excited about the fact that we got the Xfinity cars back at Talladega too. Yeah, Xfinity Racing, and you know the, we're heading to the Southern 500. I mean, yeah. this is a great part of the schedule. Bristol Night Race is coming up, so we've got a lot of good stuff well, coming this, up. Well, this this round is like the best round in the playoffs, I think, or one of yeah. them. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's a good round. It's a good yeah, round. It's a we great round. Go Darlington and then two short tracks. I mean, come on, what more can yeah. you ask for? Exactly. Yeah, it's 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 really good. This is the best. Yeah, you're right. This is the best round. <laughs> yep. Um, did you uh, did you catch the Xfinity race, James? Uh, I caught. 
the snippets of it, but I definitely I watched the end. So <laughs> so yeah, I wanted to talk about that. Um, obviously the the three cars with uh, um, what the heck is the name of the team now? I can't, it's I'm drawing colleague 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 racing. Um, pretty much, I mean they ruined that Xfinity race by just doing to a T what the best way to ride with your teammates is. I, I know I hate the I hate the teammate crap so much. I do too, and they I, I mean they destroyed that race. It was awful. That and the fact that. Um, those guys, this Xfinity series, man, this year, nobody is willing to give an inch and it turns into a complete crash fest and we lost half the field before we got to halfway. Um, but anyway, so we come down to the last lap. It's, it's three of the colleague cars, uh, AJ Allmendinger leading Ross Chastain, uh, Justin Haley is behind them and looks like it's pretty much going to go single file to the, to the checkers and they go into turn three and Ross Chastain tries to go underneath AJ Allmendinger and wrecks them. Which just, I mean, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe that those two wrecked. I did not see it coming at all, despite how aggressive Ross Chastain is. Did not see it coming. Um, Justin Haley managed to to sneak through and get the win. What do we think of that move? And if you're going to assess blame on it, who do you assess blame to? Is it Almondinger or was it Chastain? And, I mean, is is this acceptable? Or are they teammates and they should have just stayed single file? Well, Almondinger is a part-time teammate right you know he's not running a full season it's not his chastain doesn't have a win this season he's the only colleague driver that doesn't and ross chastain's feeling the tightening um of the of of everything around him because i think he had higher expectations for this season um i think if i had to blame somebody with that specific situation it's probably ross yeah and ross said he was on dale june download this week he said he went for a hole that he saw the hole as big enough and then it closed up. But when he looked yeah. at the replays, he said he saw something that wasn't there. There was no hole. Yeah. Um, so there was there was some blame that went on Almondinger for not blocking quickly enough, which, I mean, if your teammates behind me maybe don't feel like you have to block, it's hard. Yeah. Um, I mean, is anybody at fault or is this just a, just a racing thing? It's just that. Yeah, this is just a racing thing. And if yeah. your colleague, colleague's, you know, owner, are you all right with it because you still got the win? <laughs> <laughs> or are you pissed because yeah, he just tore up two race cars? Technically, yeah. Well, he's probably mad because he tore up the cars. I mean, and, for the fans, it's exciting as right. heck to have these types of. But any any of the owners, I mean, you'll ask them. You know, uh, you know, Hendrick won that race, but he had some tore up race cars in the in the in the four hundred too. So right. I mean, is this does this hurt uh, Chastain going forward? Because I mean, this is a guy that still this doesn't season, have his future solidified yet. Yeah, this season has hurt him. The fact that the forty two hasn't been announced for him at all. Yeah. Um, you know, he's he's in a he's not in a great place. I mean, he's not, he's on a good team. It um, sounds a it, lot like he might go to the Spire car next year. And that might be all he's got, Eric. Yeah. I, you know, that's which would be which would suck for him because that's all he's he's maybe, done. Is, maybe it's suck for him. Maybe it's a good thing. Uh, maybe that team's uh, up and coming enough. Well, if you get the right. Well, you you know, we talked about it, I think, last week. Yep. You know, if, they, if they're going to build something uh, and they're doing it their way, maybe he's their guy. You get him in early and yeah, maybe it's not a bad spot to beat yet. We know Chastain's got talent. So if he can come in there with the talent and they can start putting a team behind him that maybe maybe he carries yeah. them up to be maybe he's one of yeah, maybe he's one of two guys where you you know, maybe you bank some of the future on him and you go after uh Greg Biffle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, I didn't put that um, in the notes, but Biffle says he wants to race again. Yeah, we don't need to put the Biff in the notes. <laughs> uh but yeah, I mean, I'm just saying as an example, you go out and you hire a veteran, you know, you do the Matt yeah. Kenza thing or or something along those lines. But uh, you know, that could be a few, that could be a possibility. I, you know, I, I hate it for Ross. Cause you know, I like, I like Ross. Mm. Um, 
but uh, he's he's definitely not. I mean, he's kind of doing that Mad Benedetto thing. Yeah. Um, we expected more out of him this year. Matt Benedetto or Alex Bowman was another one that did this sort but, of thing, you know. Exactly. But you know what, though? If, if Chastain gets hot in the playoffs and, you know, yep. maybe wins the championship, you know, it all could change. So yeah, that, that's a great thing. That's the beauty of the playoff system is, you know, sometimes you can get hot. And, hey, a couple Xfinity championships will do a lot for you. Bring you up to the Cup Series. You can make a... And make your, Ryan Newman mad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Stick your head where the sun don't shine and cause yeah. a wreck. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Got to have those callbacks. Yeah, exactly. Yep. All right. Uh, some news for the week. There's not a ton of news, uh, but we got a few things. Um, kind of have the driver stuff mixed in with the regular news. Uh, Jermaine Racing, we learned uh, potentially may lose Geico as a sponsor. Um, leaving some question marks there as to what happens with that team. Yeah. Um, I mean, we could don't be need, could be for sale. We don't uh, need to lose another team, but no, we well, know there were rumors that RPM's looking for a, for a charter. Yeah, so there you go. Um, yeah, there's a lot going on there. Uh, what happens to Ty Dillon? Um, yep. There's no room at the end at RCR the way it's set up. No. Uh, our main, our, is, is Jermaine leasing an RCR charter? I, I can't. This is the whole story. I don't think charter. they are because you can't lease a charter for more than yeah. like a year. I thought uh, I thought Richard Childress had three charters from the Paul Menard days. No, so remember, we, we broke it all down and that sold to somebody. I don't remember who oh, it sold to. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't but, know. They had, Todd, they had three Todd charters. Found it for us. Jayski has the whole charter chart. That's terrible. Yeah. I'm not looking it up, Eric. I don't need that headache in my life. No. No, but uh, Jermaine, you know, uh, Geico, Eric, Geico's a premier sponsor. And yeah. if they're not going to back a team, you know, what does that say for, for them? That can't be good. Right. I'm sure they're locked into that premier partnership. They have to be. It's got to be more than one year. So Richard Childress's number 27 charter was leased to Starcom and double zero. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. In 2018. And then in 2019, Starcom bought that charter. So well, there you go. That's where okay. it is. Okay, well, there you, you can go. You only lease, lease for a year, and then you have to either use it or sell it. Quinn Hauf, there you go. Yep. <laughs> the man. It's a good thing it went to somewhere good. Yeah. Um, Almirola, Eric Almirola and Smithfield returned to Stuart Haas Racing. Um, I don't think that's a surprise. I think we kind of we kind of expected Smithfield to stick with Almirola. I mean, yeah, they're they're tied together. Yeah, they're married. And I didn't yeah. think I didn't the 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 ten car was not my question mark at SHR. I mean, we brought it up and it was a part of the discussion. It was a possibility, but it wasn't. There was no. Yeah, we never thought that car's fully funded. You're going to keep the driver. There's been some really interesting talk around the fourteen car um, this week because so um, Greg Zipadelli and, and now or said basically that he expects the lineup to remain the same. Um, but then kind of dodged questions on um, on Chase Briscoe and Boyer in the 14 car. And then Brett Griffin says on DBC that Boyer might not be coming back next year. And I don't think if he, he is. If he doesn't come back, that he probably will go to TV because there's not really another team he wants to go drive for, but he wants to run another two years. And... Yeah, I don't know. There's just been a lot of funny stuff going on with this 14 car, and so yeah. I'm, st I'm still, I'm still yeah. up in the air on it. I think it, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised I, if we get an announcement like any time that Clint Boyer's back in that car, but I also yeah. wouldn't be surprised if we get the opposite. Yeah, I don't think he's coming back. I, I just think that would be a done deal by now. You if would you think, think he's coming back? Yeah. I mean, what? It's what not are like they, he's. It, what are they bickering about? I mean, he's not. He's not going to bring in a high salary. No. Nope. I, I mean. 
unless the sponsors want to keep him and they're having that fight. You know, I know Rush Truck Centers really likes him. Right. So, you know, maybe that's what's going on there. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's interesting. So I mean, he hasn't done enough to stay in that ride. No, I'm sorry. I mean, I know he made the playoffs and stuff, but yeah, I think making the playoffs helps him a lot. Yeah, but there's just there's just better drivers out there. Yeah, that I are, agree. That you can get. I, I mean, mean, there's there's three floating around right now that are Eric, jo- Eric Jones and Kyle Larson are out there. Well, Eric Jones, Kyle Larson, and Chase Briscoe. I think all three of those yep. are better than Clint Boyer. Yep. And one of them is already in the company pipeline. Yep. <laughs> so and Tony Stewart seems to be okay with him sitting another year with, yeah. with Chase Briscoe. That's true. So I don't think they have a plan for Chase Briscoe. Honestly, I don't know what they if they think that he's gonna be there forever or not. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Um, it's weird. It's all weird. Dale Jr. said on his podcast this week that he has no idea why Kyle Larson would come back. Said he uh, said Larson the entire time in the we, Cup Series wanted to go do this. Too. Yep. And he's doing it. So why would you come back? And he's making all the money. Yep. Yeah. I guess if he's doing if he's making enough money, he's doing all the winning. He's gonna make he's gonna make uh, Donnie Shots look like he makes nothing off T-shirts because Larson is selling them like freaking crazy. Uh, and if Kyle Larson's gonna win like this, I mean, he won that he won a freaking late model second dirt late model race, second dirt late model race of his life, and yeah. he wins it. I, we, we've <laughs> been bringing him up. Dale Jr. is right, though. I mean, you come back, headaches, headache city. Yep. Yeah. Why? If you were Larson, would you do it? He, I don't know. Let's put it this way: as much as, as he's already lost all the money, he just. Larson never felt like he really wanted to be here. And I know no, he I know. denied that when people would accuse him of it, but he just didn't he didn't feel comfortable in the cup series. Nope, never did. So I don't know. I, I don't think I if if I'm making enough to survive and, and to, to fund what I want to do, which apparently is racing for him, um, I don't I wouldn't come back, I don't think. No, I don't think so. Unless either. he just wants the limelight, but I think he's well, getting more of it where he's at. I don't think he wants the limelight anymore. Right. I think he's fine with what he's at. I mean, he's out there. He's been saying some stuff. I mean, he's yeah. talking. So, I don't know. Junior said he invited him on the show, so we'll see if he gets on. Man, that would be something. On the download, yeah. Be good stuff. Yeah. Um, I I had to add this because Noah Gregson, the the troll that he is. Oh my God. Got everybody up in arms last week when he made a comment about. Well, he posted a picture, uh, an emoji of a pen on Twitter and then made some comments about always wanting to run in the Cup Series or something like that. And immediately everybody went freaking crazy that Gregson was going to the 48. And I'm sitting here going, we just there's no way there's no way this kid is ready for the Cup Series. I know. And I thought, you know, I, I pictured him coming back to JRM. I didn't I didn't think that he'd go anywhere else. I didn't think Junior would let him go. Um, He certainly needs another year in Xfinity. And so it didn't surprise me that he was signing, re-signing with JRM. But I'll tell you what, man, I've never seen somebody get that much attention for re-signing an Xfinity Series contract. Isn't that great? (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty funny. If if this isn't a reason to love Noah Gregson, I mean, come on. Yeah, I know. It was good. Kid is awesome. He fooled us. He had us all in in a a wad. He's such such a pain in the ass. But I'll tell you what, I love him. Yeah, he's uh, he's got a good personality. If he, he can does. figure the driving thing out just a little bit more, he just uh, we find that he just needs to rein it in. Yep, that's all he's got to do. Rain yeah, it in a lots bit of guys, uh, Eric, lots of young guys have had to rein it in. Yeah, 
NASCAR history. So well, and I'll reference I'll reference another DBC thing here that Brett was talking about that he was on a conference call with uh, with Elliot Sadler and Ross Chastain recently, and this was you know talking about um, Joey Logano and how Joey races, but Gregson's in the same boat that that. Sadler said that, you know, he used to race the way he raced because he was afraid of upsetting people in the garage. He was afraid of upsetting other drivers. And then Sadler said, since he's retired, since he went back to Virginia, none of them called him. And he says, yep. maybe he should have raced him more like a butthole, you know? Yeah. And that's, it's true. You know, don't try to make friends. You're out here to make a career. Yeah. You know, do what you got to do. And and so maybe maybe Gregson running like an idiot is okay. No, you think Tony Stewart or Kyle Busch have cared about making friends? No. No. Heck no. They're to win. Yep. Yep. All the great ones don't care. I mean, Jimmy's Jimmy's a little Jimmy's wired a little differently, yeah. but at the end of the day, you knew Jimmy wanted to win. Well, and at the end of the day, Jimmy's going to take it from you too. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's just going to be nice about it. <laughs> yeah. He he got your respect. Tony was like that too though. Tony was friends with their, well, the best one's yeah. Dale Senior. Dale Senior was friends with you to yeah. have a competitive advantage over you. Exactly. He had that Michael he had that Michael Jordan thing that that really wicked side yeah. where yeah, he I'll be your buddy. Oh, Tony was friends with everybody. I, I ask Brian Vickers no. how good a friend Tony was with everybody. Well, he, Brian ended up racing his car. That's if true. you know, if you remember. That's I mean, true. so he's had <laughs> I know, he, he has like Tony had more respect, I think, than for other guys. But I, yeah, I don't know. He did. He did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, him and Kenny Irwin were legendary. Like hated each other, and you know, when Kenny passed, it. You know, I, I think it hurt Tony just as much as as anybody too. So. Yeah, Tony, I think got drivers' respect later in his career, though it wasn't so he much. He did. Early. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's yeah. When you're course, on I your mean, way out, Earnhardt's the same way. I mean, people hate it, a lot. All the drivers hated Earnhardt when he started, and then oh, yeah. he yeah. got the respect later on. So. Yep. It's just what how it is. I mean, Jimmy's always had everybody's respect. Like you said, Jimmy's wired differently. He's not Jimmy's not human anyway. Um, I think we've already oh, yeah. determined that. Yeah, he's a machine, dude. Um, yeah. he's like the nicest person and the everything he does in his life, he's the best at. And so, I mean, there's a reason yeah, I hate I know. him. Makes me sick. <laughs> there's a reason I did hate him for so long, and now I can't help but respect the dude. Exactly. He's something else man yep uh steve phelps talked to the media this week a uh, number of things discussed i think the biggest thing that jumped out for me on this whole discussion though was the 2021 schedule um yeah. phelps said that we could expect to see the 21 2021 schedule come out in segments kind of like what we did this year um a lot depending on how much of a stranglehold covid still has on everything um not really surprised by that but disappointed i was hoping we get a full schedule and, and see um, a couple other things that he mentioned, talked about midweek races are not a priority for next season. So that was interesting. Yeah. And uh, definitely on the table is some new tracks. So um, and he made it pretty clear, I think, that we are not expecting Daytona to be a road course on the schedule so much, especially not replacing um, the uh, the current uh, 400. So, yeah, it's that's great. good to know. Nope. Yep, that's all I needed to hear. Yep. Yeah. So he said, uh, he said a bunch of interesting things. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Uh, yeah. I mean, some things that were kind of disappointing, uh, but other than that, I mean, I, I like the idea of the segment segmentation. Yeah. Um, because then I think NASCAR is going to need that flexibility coming into next year. Right. I think so too. I think so too. I mean, and I'd be curious to see if maybe they float a, a tentative schedule to the team. So at least teams can get ready for races without, you know, announcing it publicly. I don't know if they can pull something like that off because the teams are independent, so the teams might leak it. Yeah. But 
I mean, you would you would think they'd have to give some advanced knowledge to the teams to get ready, but at the same time, I mean, these teams aren't supposedly aren't building any new cars anyway because this car is done after next year. So maybe maybe it's a perfect year to do it. Next year's gonna be weird yeah. again. It we're is. gonna have a two. We're gonna have another weird year. Yeah, it's gonna be another transition year. Yep. Um. All right. Uh, Cole Custer's rookie of the year, James. It's over. Ten yeah, races man. to go. Cole Custer is has clinched it. Yeah. So I know that I've seen, heard a lot of discussion back and forth on this. Um, you and I kind of talked a little bit before the podcast, and I think we're going to agree on this actually. Um, oh. But uh, but a lot of people are upset with the fact that you know Cole wasn't leading the rookie of the year battle. Um, Tyler Reddick was, and now Cole because he got a win and nobody else did. He locks himself into the top sixteen. Um, NASCAR has changed the rules for the rookie of the year. And basically where you finish in points is where you finish in the rookie of the year standings. And because Cole cannot fall lower than 16th, he cannot possibly be passed by Reddick or anybody else. And thus he is officially the rookie of the year. Um, a lot of people are upset with that. My take on it is James. He yes he he got a win and maybe he'll underperform everybody else but still get to keep that rookie of the year title but isn't that exactly what the playoffs are yeah that's if you if you don't like this then you can't like our playoff system which I know a lot of people don't like our playoff system but it's no different does it not make sense to have the rookie of the year decided the same way as the playoff system yes I mean. <laughs> I mean, let's let's take. I mean, who's who's the farthest back that has a win? Austin Dillon, Cole Custer, Cole, Cole Custer, and Austin Dillon because of yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're not. They don't deserve to be in that spot that they're in, but they're gonna finish 16th or better because they got a win, and that's just how this works. You, you right now the way the rookies the the way the Cup Series is, you don't expect a rookie to come in and win in their first year. If they right. do, there you go. They just solidified themselves as. You know, the only time I might be upset with something like this, like last year, Justin Haley would have been rookie of the year if he had been running for rookie points. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, even that, I'm okay with it. First of all, who gives a crap about rookie of the year well, here, anyway? Well, honestly. that's what I was going to say is, what, <laughs> Eric, what's the most meaningless award in the history of NASCAR? Exactly. Uh, rookie of the year. Well, right? that or most popular yeah. driver. I mean. Yeah, that's another one. And, and I guess if you want to do that, fans, then sure. Your fans won't like that. But yeah, that's that's right. Well, Dale Jr. got one of those two awards. He got most popular driver, not rookie of the year. Oh, and when you think of Jimmy Johnson, do you think uh, rookie of the year is going to be on his plaque? Because it ain't because right. he didn't win it. And you think he did. And the he, thing, had, he had an incredible year, his rookie year, and he still lost it. You know who did win a rookie of the year in the Cup Series? Ryan Newman. Kevin Conway. Kevin. Yeah, Kevin Conway. <laughs> Andy Lally comes to mind. I mean, who cares? This is not. Nobody cares about the rookie of the year. No. Who cares? No. Not a big deal. We've already talked about it longer than we needed to. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're going to have super, you know, superstar success in the sport. God, get out of here with your rookie of the year nonsense, people. I will Come say on. the back in the day of the Ray Bestest rookie of the year award, it was better. I mean, but we had rookies coming up every year and it was a battle every year. And then it yep. became where it wasn't and it ended that system. But again, I mean, Dale Jr., most popular driver. Most people would say Dale Jr. was a rookie of the year, but Dale Jr. didn't win the rookie of the year, and who cares? No, I can did. Yep, and like you said, Jimmy Johnson, greatest of all time. We've we've declared it on the show multiple times, greatest of all time. 
didn't win a rookie of the year. So never won the rookie of the year. And he, and, and honestly, he's got the biggest gripe of any of any of them. Right. He probably should have won it. That was a different system back then. Yeah. Cause Ryan Newman had how many polls you got points for polls. I think yeah. is how Ryan Newman ended up winning the thing. He won it by the skin of his teeth or whatever, but he still won it. So yep. yeah, that's crazy. And I mean, we've had drivers that have come in and run more races than they can run as a, and not be declared a rookie and just not be eligible for rookie of the year who should have been. I mean, who cares? Don't you just love the internet? Yeah. Yeah. That's where it comes down, boils down to. I love the internet. Yeah. Some days I do. Some days I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I um, know. We already talked about William Byron extends uh, with Hendrick for another year. Um, gives him two more years on his contract. So yep, uh, through 2022. Yeah. Yep. That's but, a good deal for Rick Hendrick. Yeah. Good. Good on William. I mean, that gives him two more years to prove himself. Um, I think he will, you know, I know the teams like these short deals for these drivers, but if I'm a driver, I like short deals. I like the short deals too, because yeah, because if he explodes, the market's going to be huge for him in 2022 when he's up for that deal. Yeah. I I like the mood. I like, especially when you're young, when you're a younger driver or something to prove. Yeah. I, I think, especially when you're with Hendrick, like some drivers would want to have the stability. I understand of a long-term deal, but man, he's got flexibility to, to make some, to make some big moves uh, down the line when he's really valuable. I mean, Kyle Larson had it, Kyle Larson had it right. You know, he was ready to cash in and then everything came apart. So, um, but I, I like this for, I like this for both Hendrick and Byron. I think it's a great move for both of them. Yep. Okay. Uh, with that, any other news? Did I miss anything? Uh, I can do a quick scroll of the tweeter to see if we missed anything, but I don't think so. Oh, break um, at the last minute here. It usually does. Uh, Clint Boyer tried to eat some, a piece of chocolate today and howled at the moon. <laughs> that was on the that was on the internet. Oh God, Clint Boyer. He's something else. Man. You know, Clint. I love Clint, but I think Clint will be better as a broadcaster. He's pretty good on TV. He is. Yeah. Bubba Wallace is running a green throwback to Richard Petty. Yep. Oh, yeah. The throwbacks are coming out, and, and yeah. I don't know if we can go through all of them, but yeah, there's. Uh, we don't need to go through uh, all of them. What do you think of the Ross Chastain Dale Jr. Uh, Dale Senior throwback? Yeah, that's that one's good. It's a pretty looking Colorful. car. I love the fact that they let them the run. Gold numbers are nice. Exactly. The gold flake numbers yeah. are sweet. Uh, the um the Kevin Harvick throwback that uh, is being run in the Xfinity series is a good one. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's a handful of good, there's a handful of really good ones out there. I understand there's some good truck ones, but I haven't looked at any of the truck truck ones. Yeah. I haven't gone through J ski to see, but there's a lot of, there's some really good ones. Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, this year is kind of a pass. There's a lot of bad ones too. Right. But yeah, there's some good ones. I, I really like the Jeff Burton throwback that Harrison's going to do. Yeah. It looks really ugly with the 20 on it, but I just, I just like that one. Christopher <laughs> so. Bell, add Christopher Bell to the list of people throwing back to himself. Yeah, Chris Bell. Yeah, that's another one. Uh, the 17 Elliott Sadler throwbacks are good. Yeah. Uh, I, I like that Joe Gibbs Racing learned from their mistakes in the past and put the right font on the cars. Right. I'll give big deal for me. I will give M&M's credit for and, and Kyle Busch's team credit for barely changing anything but coming up with a really good throwback. Yeah, because they threw back to Ernie Irvin last year, and you can't, I don't know if you can throw back to the same driver every time just because of the sponsor. So, yeah, if you're going to throw back to Sadler, I like that. Sadler's a good throwback. Yeah, it's good. And uh, Elliot's pretty excited about it, too. That's, he, he had some good times at, at Robert Yates. So, um, And like you said, they, they got the number right. That's 
get the number font right, man. That's, yeah, that's my biggest gripe with a lot of these teams is yep. get the number font right. That's all I Nothing ask. irritated me more than when the, the first year we did this and we had two Hooters cars. One of them had the exact right paint scheme, but the wrong freaking obviously it was the 16 because it was Biffle's car. Yeah, the wrong font. And then the seven car had the perfect opportunity to run the correct font and they ran their normal font. I know. Regan Smith. Right? Was Regan yeah. Smith? Yeah, I remember that. Yep. Yeah. And uh, what's some other good ones I really like um, in, in the past? I'm just trying. Uh, we don't have to go through the whole thing, but um, you know, there's been. I just think this year has been kind of a punt. There's yeah, some, it has. And that's expected. I mean, I, don't, I understand. It's not the first thing that comes to mind this year. It's a little disappointing. It's I we mean, like this race because of it. But yeah, it'll it, be fun to see the cars on the track. But, you know, it's it 2020 is a throwaway year, man. Yeah, last year was really good. I, You know, I do like uh, I will say like Chase Briscoe's um, Xfinity Series scheme, obviously, for many reasons. It's the Tony Stewart championship throwback. Scheme. Right. Um, I've got that die cast autographed right nice. here. I'm looking at it right now. So. Uh, I do like that one for that reason. But other than that, yeah, there's there's plenty. There's plenty of good ones. Go out there and find them. Yep. They're great. All right. It's playoff time, James. Oh, boy. We're here. It's time for the playoffs. Uh, up on us. Do we, should I run through the whole list of drivers in, in the playoffs? In case anybody's living under a rock. Uh, we can name them really quick. All right. Real quick. Hurt. Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin, Brad Keselowski, Joey Logano, uh, Chase Elliott, Martin Truex Jr., Ryan Blaney, Alex Bowman, William Byron, Austin Dillon, Cole Custer, Eric Almarola, Clint Boyer, Kyle Busch, Kurt Busch, and Matt DiBenedetto are your 16 playoff finalists. And Kyle Busch seated 14th. That is crazy. Three playoff points. Woo. So we did brackets. We'll share our brackets on the Facebook page. If you guys want to share your brackets on the Facebook page, share them with us. Um, we'll put them right in the post of this uh of the well, I don't know. James didn't do a bracket, but I did a bracket. Todd did a bracket. I'm being a curmudgeon. Yeah, um, but I'll share it right in the comments on this on this post for this episode. Um, if you want to share your share it there, and uh, we'll see how everybody does. Um, with that, we're going to discuss a little bit with it. We won't go through the whole brackets like we've done in the past because a it's boring, and b James <laughs> didn't do his bracket. So I'm on the fly, baby. Let's yes. go. So a couple questions. First of all. Well, let's just do this. Uh, Jay, do you have a final four at least, James? Do you know who your yeah, final I got, four? Yeah, I know who. Yeah, I know who I'm putting in the final. Four. All right, who's you, you want to go? You want to go ahead and okay. Do yours? I'll do we'll my final four. Go. My final four. I went really conservative on this year. Um, I didn't put any surprises in anywhere. Uh, I guess the biggest surprise for me is that I don't have Kyle Busch. Yeah, no, I have Kyle Busch in the round of eight. I don't have him making it to the final. Wow. Four. So I, I just, yeah, I, I feel like Kyle's. I feel like Kyle's too good. To not get into the eight. I don't think Kyle Bush is getting out of the first round, honestly. I think he oh, might. Oh, I don't think. Yeah. That. No. I think he's he going to get out of the first round. You got you got guys that are back there. You got your Austin Dillard and your Cole Custers. Those he guys are. He'll be all right. Cole Custer, Austin Dillon, they aren't making out of the first round. I mean, so you got. And I don't think Matt Benedetto does. I, you know, I think you've got. You got enough people that are going to follow well, the first round that Kyle's going to do okay. Here's the thing you and I always talk about, and we talked about it before we started the podcast today. Somebody sneaks through yeah. every time. Somebody, and maybe, and honestly, Eric, maybe Kyle Busch is the guy who sneaks maybe. through. Maybe. All right, um, let, let me get my final four, and then we'll get into this. Um, my final four, Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin, Chase Elliott, Martin Truex Jr. Again, real conservative. That's yeah. where I'm thinking. Um, and I have, as much as I want to see Ben, sorry, as much as I want to see Denny Hamlin win the championship, 
as much as Denny Hamlin deserves to win the championship, this is Kevin Harvick's championship, man. Yeah, I think so. Harvick's got the title. So you got Harvick with the title. I got Harvick with the title, and those are my final four. Yeah, it's really hard to pick against Kevin Harvick, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's he's. let's put yeah. it this way. Denny Hamlin's been great this year, but who's been just a little bit better? Harvick's always been a little bit better. Yep. I will say, you know. Not to mention you're my, going to one of, I mean, not that it's Harvick's got a lot of greatest tracks, but going to one of Harvick's best tracks. Yeah, but, uh, you know, since the reconfiguration, I you true. could say that Denny Hamlin's been better there. That's true. So that's part of it. I um, hope these two are battling door handle to door handle coming to the checkered flag. Yeah, you know, and it's, you know, here's the thing. Uh, so I have Kevin Harvick winning the title as well. Um, I think Denny blows and, it in the final four. I think I think Denny blows it in that last race just like they Denny, did last year. Denny's got a, Denny's got a history. Of, Denny had the championship last year. It was his. He had the championship in 2010 as well, and he let that one go. Yep. So he's had he's had opportunity after opportunity. Yep. Um, Who's your final four, James? I really and I just I wanted to say really quick though, if yeah. Denny or Kevin win this championship, I would be ecstatic for both of those guys. Yeah, I, you know, if Denny wins this thing. Dude deserves one, should have one. He should have a couple of them. He's that good. Um, but, you know, I also think if Kevin Harvick doesn't get a, at least a second title in his career, that's a super big disappointment for how good he's been. So if one of those two guys doesn't win it this year, it's a travesty. It's that, that being bad. said, that's the system yeah. we have. That's and year, I love well, it. But yeah. one that's of those Joey Logano won the title, Eric. That year, Joey won the title. And Jimmy, you know, honestly, the year Jimmy Johnson won his seventh, mm-hmm. those were two years where guys snuck in there and won titles they probably shouldn't have but that's the system we got that's the system we got so i got harvick hamlin i mean they're locks they are so far ahead they are locks um and then i went uh i went truex and i went brad keselowski i Um, almost went pretty much chalk i went pretty much chalk i mean it really is chalk um i think chase is gonna get a couple more wins that's the only reason i put chase in there he's gonna win that roval probably that's another You know, I, but I think Martin can win that race too. So I, you know, there's, you know, I chase is probably obviously the odds on favorite. There's some guys who can win that race. Um, I just think Martin has been, I, honestly, he's been the third best driver this year um, yeah. because of uh, the momentum he's gained here in the last few weeks. I agree. Um, you know, but Brad Kozlowski, man, th- that dude's no slouch. Uh, no. And he can, he's quite like a silent assassin. And I think he can come in there and, and sneak it out. Um, Chase is my that, final four wild card. I feel like the other three are locks. I think that yeah. just the way their seasons, unless unless things just go up and smoke for Martin Truex Jr., those are those three are making it. Yeah, There's nobody honestly, I can see that will get in over Truex. Yeah, and honestly, Eric, I like your final four picks better than mine um, because there's going to be that guy that gets in, whether it's Chase, Joey. Yeah. Um, I just don't see yeah. enough out of Joey right now. But, you know, honestly, I feel like we are this – playoff just feels super top heavy to me um i think you've got six guys that really are going for the those final four spots and i just i think i like those four that i picked over anybody else i think it's because denny and kevin are pretty much locks they're they're virtual locks they are yeah so far ahead if they Um, if one if those two don't get in then something's wrong with this. Event. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's two straight last place finishes or three straight last place finishes. You know, that's how bad they'd have to be. Um, I just, have they gone, have either of them gone? Like have we gone three races this year where Harvick or Hamlin hasn't won a race. 
you know, we could look that up. It's, it, I mean, or at the beginning of the year, we did. Because uh, I would imagine one of them is going to get a win in that final th- in those three races. Yeah, let me look at this. Let me look at the. Uh, let me look at that really quick. Because I, you know, you bring up a good point. Because that, you know, I think we're. Uh, one of them is going to get a win and get in, and one of them is going to get in on points. I mean. Yeah, let me see. If so they at don't the both beginning, win and get in. Yeah, so at the beginning of the year, obviously Hamlin won the 500. Then we went Joey Bowman, Joey. And then uh, eight weeks off because of COVID. Right. And then Harvick, Hamlin, Kez, Chase, Kez, Harvick. Yeah, it's yeah. Ever since then, yeah, it's been one of those guys every week. Yeah. Yep. That's that's the biggest stretch. Yep. So yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> that's crazy. So all right, we talked. You you mentioned Kyle Busch, maybe a wild card. Who's your wild card? Who's who's your guy that could be a spoiler here? Um, you know. If he can, if the team can figure it out, I don't want to go with Logano. I think he's too good to be considered that. Yeah. Um, but I'll go with the third Penske guy. I'll go with Ryan Blaney. That's funny. That's my exact pick. Yeah, because they're the guy. They're the team that has the speed that you need. Um, I just, I, I, I think it's a hard switch for them to flip. But I think that they can reach back and find it. Uh, it's, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Um, you know that. That being said. He's probably my favorite one, but also if, if he can sneak through here a little bit, Alex Bowman, if he can somehow get to Fort Worth, yeah. you know, Kansas and Texas are, you know, races 33 and 34, um, you know, there's a possibility there, but I still like Blaney. Over, yeah. over I have Blaney making the round of eight. Yeah, so. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Talladega right there. Uh, you know, he's going to be good there. Uh, he'll be good at Vegas. Um, the only so, yeah, other I, one I could see being a sleeper and getting deep without, I don't see him in the final four, but I could see him going deep is just if this win lights up uh, William Byron. Uh, yeah. I don't see it happening, but it, yeah. you never know. You never know what yeah. one win will do. The, the sleeper, the, the big sleeper in this whole playoff thing is Kyle Busch. I mean, he is a oh, sleeping yeah. giant. And yeah. if he pulls a Tony Stewart in you 2011. You can't imagine he's going to go through these playoffs and, and not win a race, right? I know we, I know it seems like it might be logical to say that because he hasn't won since Homestead, but I just feel like he's been so close. He's been there. He's going to get a win. He was junk at Darlington when we were there earlier this year. I I mean, he guesses when you have the statistics that you have with how many races that Denny and Harvick have won, there's just not that many opportunities to win a race. Yep. (laughs) So, yep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, yeah, he's out. Of, he's running out of opportunities. But again, he is a sleeping giant. Well, we're gonna go. Can... We're gonna go to Richmond in the first round. He's good at yep. Richmond. He's great at yep. Bristol. I mean, he's arguably the best Bristol driver we've got. Him and his brother. Him and his brother. Yep. De Benedetto. Honestly, I mean, why not? You know, he could be on that list too. Um, he's been good there. So. I mean, the only I don't I see round of twelve being tough for him. I mean, Talladega. He's he's won at Talladega, but. He's not usually good at Vegas. He's got to win there, but usually that's a, an Achilles heel, his home track. Yeah. And yeah. I don't see him doing much at the Roval. He's a good road. He can win road courses. I mean, it's, yeah, I just, know. I think, I think Chase is your guy on the, on the Rovals right now. And yeah, I think you're right. I think Chase is a really good, I mean, that's, that's one of the things where, uh, you know, I think maybe Chase will win that Roval. Um, but then again, I think, you know, Martin Truex Jr. could win there, but I think Martin Truex wins Martinsville too. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's, that's the thing is it's, 
you know, we got to, like I said, we get, we're top heavy. Chase is kind of right on the outside of that, of that group. He's like right there. Um, right there. If, uh, if Kyle doesn't make it out of the first round, if your defending champion doesn't make it out of the first round, is that, does it, is that, does that say that there's a problem with the system or is that just, Hey, that's how it works. Not a bad year. Yeah, yeah. Bad year. It's a weird year for everybody, but yeah, it's, that's the way it goes. I mean, man, obviously you know? 2020 has affected Kyle most of anybody. Um, yeah. and I think, you know, I think Kyle is affecting Kyle just as much. We know that Kyle likes to get in his own head and I think, yeah. I think he's decided, I mean, it's the reason that he sucks at Michigan. I think he's decided that this year just sucks and that's what you got. So, yeah, he, he was kind of, he's kind of a crank. Yeah. So, uh, notorious crank. KFB. There you go. KFB. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's great. That's just great. Uh, all right. Anything else to talk with the playoffs? Did I miss anything? Uh, um, who, no, I'm, who would I'm be a shock if they don't make it out of the first round? Like, we, again, we know Harvick and Hamlin are going through. I mean, who would be the biggest, like, oh, my God. Eric, there's a I mean, really, it's it's like a cliff. Say that again because um, you broke up. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just saying that I think there's some sort of a there's like a talent drop off on this playoff bracket, I don't agree. you think? I agree. There, That's the problem with 16 drivers in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, it's funny because we, despite the fact that we have that, we had had uh, we had drivers that probably should have gotten in based on their talent that didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So it's really weird how it's worked. I mean. Yeah. Like, would you, so would you be shocked if Ryan Blaney doesn't make it out of the first round? Like that is that an, Oh my God, Ryan Blaney did not make it out of the first round. No, because I think that they, okay. they could implode. Um, yeah. I think the biggest shock for me would be someone like Truex. Yeah. That's Chase. what I was saying. That's where it falls off. It's Truex and chase. Even Logano Kozlowski. I don't know that I'd be shocked. I mean, I'd be pretty surprised, but someone like chase or Truex, I think those yeah. guys get through pretty easily. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, Truex, you're going to get through on second place finishes, so. Yeah, seconds and thirds. <laughs> that's what he's. That's what he, that's what he does. Yeah. So. But I'm uh, excited. So- I'm excited. It's playoff time. I think we got. I think the way the playoffs are set up this year are great. I love the. I like. I said. I love the first round. Absolutely love the first round. There's nothing you can complain about. You got arguably one of the greatest tracks. It's a little different this year because we've already raced there twice. Yeah. Um, but. It, it's still arguably one of the greatest tracks that we start the playoffs with. And then Richmond and Bristol to back it up. Um, what more can you ask for? We go to Vegas and round in the next round. Um, Vegas doesn't throw me a whole lot, but then you, you cap it off with Talladega and Charlotte, the Roval. Yeah, that's great. Um, I guess probably the most, um, the round that I'm least excited about would be the round of eight with Kansas and Texas in there. Uh, but yeah. you finish it up with Martinsville. Yeah. You get Martinsville as a go, go winner, go home race which is nice and i i'm optimistic that phoenix will put on a good show that the the fight for the championship and the fact that we've got the old you know high horsepower low downforce package will allow us to have a good show at phoenix and yeah we shall see yep and uh you know we should mention too um a lot of great teams out there um gibbs hendrick so on and so forth Stuart haas racing all four got all four of them in there yeah them and Penske. So all of those eight Fords, if you count Bet De Benedetto, they got them all, which is pretty astounding, really. Yeah. Um, considering, you know, Gibbs has had a lot of success making playoffs and things like that, but that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty neat. 
you know, I know Cole Custer's, you know, got that win and that that's what got him in. But I mean, he, you know, he's one or eight. Got to win. And, then, and exactly. again, we, you know, we he talked did. about it. Kentucky, he wasn't, he didn't luck into a win. He didn't get a rain out. He didn't, you know, he, he, he got he an opportunity. And took it. Yeah. I yep. mean, William Byron, kind of the same thing. You know, yeah. there was an opportunity and they, those guys both took it. So, yep. Hey, mad respect for anybody who wins a, a super speedway race because you got to survive to get there. And oh yeah, uh, you know, yeah. A yep. lot of it's, it's luck, like you but... led one lap. You led twenty four of them on on Sundays or Saturday. So yeah, pretty cool. All right, we go to Darlington this weekend. It's the Southern Five Hundred. We're coming off of Daytona where James kicked my butt on picks. Um, James managed. He only got two points out of it, so it's not that big of a deal. But yeah, it was a <laughs> salvage. I salvaged a nice day. I, McDowell got me worried, but uh, he, rally, he rallied on me. So I went all in on Eric Jones for the win, and James picked Denny Hamlin, which was a safer bet. He gets the point there, and then I picked Corey LaJoy as my dark horse, which I thought was pretty good. But then James came in with Michael McDowell, which made me immediately regret my Corey LaJoy choice. And uh, there you go. I, you know. I it was Corey LaJoy or Bubba Wallace, so I should have went with Bubba because I would have gotten you. Yeah. Had Bubba, yeah, that's what I was going to say. You had a, you, And you talked about it, too. Yep. You had a shot at him. Yeah. So. so, All right. Uh, I get the first pick for Darlington. Um, I don't know, James. Are we just going to swap between Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin all season for the – Well, that's what I wanted to ask you. Do we need – No, honestly, we, I don't want I don't want to get rid of them because I need to catch up. We so. only got 16 guys to pick from, and the fact that – if one of us picks one of them, the other one's available. I think it's it's fair game. Um, fair game because we're doing playoff and non-playoff drivers. Yep, so. I wanted to clarify that. That's how we're doing it for the playoffs. We were picking one playoff driver, one non-playoff driver uh, for each race, and which means I have to probably pull up the playoff drivers so I can remember which ones are in the playoffs. Um, <laughs> They're, but I, they are on the show notes for you, just in case. I'm having a tough time between those two guys, but I'm just going to go with the guy who um, – who's just a little bit better. And I'm going to go Kevin Harvick as my pick. Yeah. Yeah. He led 169 laps, um, over the two races earlier this year. Uh, obviously he finished first and second, right? So, uh, a little bit better than Denny Hamlin. Um, so that's, that's a great pick. He'll probably win the damn thing. So, uh, I can't, I can't compete with you there other than to say Denny Hamlin. There so you go. I already put it in my <laughs> Denny Hamlin, but I do get the dark horse, which I think I can get a point on you here, which isn't even a dark horse. It's a non-playoff driver, Correct. Um, which is great for me. I'll take Eric Jones. <laughs> I knew you're going to do that. Two top tens earlier this year, led 27 laps. Um, so I, I like that. Uh, I do like that there. So that that's good for me. All right. Um, I think I am going to just go with the average finish. And even though he doesn't have a lot of experience there, I like the style of track for Tyler Reddick, and I'm going to take Tyler Reddick as my non-playoff driver. That's not bad. He is he is fourth uh, average finish. He's only run two races there. Um, no top fives, but he's got one top ten there. Yep, that was earlier this year. Um, and, and looking at the total points from the two races – uh, we ran earlier this year. He was 11th overall, um, and he's definitely your. Besides Eric Jones, he's your first non-playoff driver. So yeah, he's got nothing to lose either. So yeah, go nope. out there and get yeah. him, go out there and get him a win and get me two points. Yeah, there you go. There <laughs> you go. Uh, fantasy league. I know I sucked again, so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I was going to mention too. Jimmy Johnson's a non-playoff driver, so he's out. He's out there for us, Eric. On any uh, any dark horses, he should have won the. The dang stage. That's a good point. Uh, yeah, that's a really up. good point. That's a good pick, actually. I know, but you already picked. Yeah, so. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I already did. And you know he's going to be hunting for wins. So yeah, he's going to uh, be a good, cho- a good option for the rest of the season. 
Yeah, it's hard. It's I know you're. I I, I thought about it, but I like Derek Jones too much. <laughs> yeah, Eric Jones is uh, a great pick. So we all just crapped out just to it. clarify this. This is how this system works now that we changed it. James's dark horse, and I use air quotes because it's not a dark horse anymore. James's dark horse is last year's winner of this race. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's the rules. Jeez. I got to do it. I got to do it. <laughs> I, man, after that butt kicking I took at Michigan this year, I got a long way to go still. You so. don't have, you're, you're getting closer. This week helped you. Yeah, I nipped it a little bit, but you've got Harvick, so we'll yeah, see. That's right. Um, so we all sucked at, uh, <laughs> at Daytona for uh, for picks. Uh, Baron Speedway continues his assault uh, with a second place finish, but Todd got the win, uh, 184 uh, for him. Then Baron. Then I finished third. Denny the Many, and then the KB Show rolled in at fifth place. But again, we all sucked. Um, it wasn't great for anybody. Um, so you know, I thought about James next year for the. Uh for the fantasy, if we do it again, putting, putting some, putting a prize on the line. But, ah. if, but if we do that, we lose Todd. That's true. Cause he can't do it. If he, if there's. Well, then it opens of... up a chance for somebody to win. So. <laughs> right. That would be good. But, but I was thinking, I was trying to think of like, can I, could I put like a die cast up or put some money up or something to get people to maybe do it and see how they do. I, I'm, I'm thinking about it. We'll, we'll discuss it. Oh, we'll that's good. I like we'll that. see that's if we can come up with an option for next season. I like that. I like so. that. Well, I, you know, we're not going to win, so we don't have to right, worry about exactly. it. Right, exactly. Yeah, I don't have to worry about it. Uh, at all. Overall standings, Todd got a little bit of a gap on Ranger. Um, he's up 80 points for the lead. Uh, it's a little bit further back for third, but I'm, I'm closing in on Justin 713, and then Denny the Many is fifth. But, uh, Eric, you're hanging in there, buddy. Yeah, barely. Yeah, I've, I've got a nice gap on you now on the on the fantasy league so that's that makes me feel better and was it you or was it todd that informed us that the they changed the way the, the playoffs work for the that's right yep so you can pick anybody you want uh it's definitely a new new rules this year but you get five starts for everybody and you can go all playoff drivers if you want you can go non-playoff drivers um, but five starts that's what you get for every driver moving forward interesting so it's, it's different yeah i mean you know i'm looking at my roster right now and Hey man, if I'm going to catch Todd, it's, you know I'm going to start start using some dudes. You can tell that NASCAR runs the the, the fantasy because they change the rules every year. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. But yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, James, got any shout outs? Uh, I had. I was trying to think of some this week. Um, I've got a good I, one. I, I had a good one last week, but you go ahead. All right. So I don't. Have you been watching the Scene Vault stuff? No, I have need. I need to do this. So I really do. I I keep getting sucked into other things. I have I, an Ernie Irvin story that I bet you've never heard. I love Ernie Irvin stories. So Morgan McClure was on the Scene Vault. I talked about the Scene Vault a couple of weeks ago. That um, it's it's a podcast. Jayski's got it on his site, but you can just search YouTube for the Scene Vault. Um, it's some really great stuff. Uh, a lot of interviews with old drivers and team owners and whatnot. Morgan McClure was on there. And so he talked about when Ernie left Morgan McClure to go to um, go to Robert Yates. And basically, Ernie did this behind. Of course, this is coming from Morgan McClure. This is not, you know, an encompassed, you know, unbiased story. But according to Morgan, he Ernie did this behind Morgan's back. Uh, Morgan got word from I forget who it was that told him that Ernie is going over the 28 car. And so Morgan cornered Ernie and. And Ernie said, yep, I'm doing it. It's already done. Um, I'm going over there. And and Morgan says, we got, a, we got a contract with you. We got, I think they had another year or a couple of years on a contract for Ernie. And Ernie said, you can't afford to keep me. 
And basically the next two races after that confrontation, Ernie blew a motor, both races. And basically the threat from Ernie was that he was going to keep blowing motors. He, the first weekend I think it was Bristol and they, he blew motors in practice qualifying in the race reference. I got to look this up now. (laughs) So basically Ernie went a couple races, blew motors on purpose. And Morgan said, all right, you, that's it. I can't do it. Go ahead and go over there. And uh, Ernie went to Robert Yates middle of the season or tail end of the season. Yeah, that's because he ran nine races in 93 after uh, after Davey had passed. Yep. So yeah, let, me, let me look at this really quick. I want to see what his results I don't say. know if I have all those facts right, but if you go on YouTube. And Holy crap, look it up, dude, you're right. Yeah, he's got engine and engine. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's funny. Yep. And and the one was, there was something <laughs> to in be there. Fair, was, to be fair, he blew a lot of engines true. that season. A but, lot of engines that season. But there so. was something about the one of them that it, that went that it was like really obvious that it wasn't a mechanical failure. That it well, was at intentional. He blew it on lap three sixteen, yeah. um, and then he blew one at Michigan on lap one fifty five. But he blew motors. He blew motors all year that year. Gaskets. Right. I mean, there, there's one, two, three, four, five, six. I knew that the split was not amicable <laughs> no ernie talks about it in his book too um, yeah and you know what's funny i guess i'll use my shout out um because i sent you a tweet earlier today um but nate ryan some of nate ryan's stuff had come up yeah um doing ernie Irvin stories on how he got into a confrontation with kenny Irwin, um already knowing that kenny was taking his seat mm-hmm. uh at a, at a truck race at uh california now known as auto club and kenny kind of raced ernie rough and they had their first ever words with each other uh, in a confrontation on the on, on pit road after that race, <laughs> Ernie was kind of a little bit of a curmudgeon. Yeah, where um, I'm learning now as I read more um, about Ernie uh, these days. Some of these stories are coming out, and he definitely has a definitely has a history of of stuff. So right, um, still my favorite driver from when I was a kid. I don't care. Well, I remember that whole deal was pretty dirty. I remember we went to Michigan in August, and that was when the when word broke that he was going. And Ford headhunted him out of that seat. To yeah. To be honest with you. That's where, according to Ernie's book, that's how it went. Ford went after him. Right. Um, right away. But I remember Michigan in August, he, that was when we heard the word. And maybe that's what it was. He, he, I think he blew a motor at Michigan and then blew a motor at Bristol. Is that what it was? Because Bristol's yeah, right Michigan after Michigan. Bristol. Yeah, Michigan and Bristol. Yep. Yep. And so, because, and it was really quick after that that he was all of a sudden in the 28. Like, usually, you would expect somebody to finish out the season where they were. And there was no finishing out the season. He was there immediately. Yep. Um, and he started winning by the way. I mean, he was yeah. winning and that was a ch- legit championship contender the next year before oh, he got yeah. hurt. Yeah. That Ernie was Ernie's another one of those drivers, add him to the list of drivers that if one thing would have gone a little bit differently, the yep. record books would be a lot different. Well, and, and Ernie's split with Robert Yates was not pretty either. If you want to read about that, but yeah. um, I think, I think he got done wrong and then he, he did them wrong. I, you know, I think it's a two-sided story. That that was not a pretty split there either. There's some pretty interesting stuff, though, on, on the scene vault stuff. There's some talk about when he did the, the speech at the driver's meeting. That was not prompted by NASCAR. That was Ernie trying to save face. And, yep. And uh, um, it, there's some interesting stuff behind that, too. So. I could do a whole podcast on Swerving Ernie Irvin. That, <laughs> sure. was my, that was my dude, man. See, I, was, my stepdad was a big Ernie Irvin fan, but I didn't follow the Ernie Irvin stuff real close. Um, so I'm sure you know more than I do, 
But yeah. I, I had a feeling that this part of the story you might not have heard. Yeah, that because... was good. I was, I'm glad you brought that up because I did not know <laughs> that it, that he uh, pretty much. I knew you read his book, but I figured Ernie probably didn't confess yeah, in his that book that he blew book. motors uh, on purpose. I'd have to look. You know, I'd have to look it up. And honestly, I could probably maybe do that as a little bit of a homework assignment and see what he says about it because yeah. I could try to find that. Good stuff. Uh, all right, James. Where can they find you on social media if they want to chat with you during the week? At James Cush on Twitter. You can if find you me. You can find me on at T Super Speedway on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the super speedway. Remember, if you want to share your bracket, you can do that on this post uh, on Facebook, facebook.com slash the super speedway. Our website is thesuperspeedway.com. You can find uh, links to our old podcasts on there, uh, links to the show notes. Uh, those will have links to all the articles that we discussed, as long as we weren't too lazy to put the links in. And uh, all kinds of good stuff on there, old photos and stuff like that. You can check out as well. So do that. Um, you can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and SoundCloud, wherever you found us today. We hope you subscribe and continue to listen. And if you want to become a patron and help us out with the show, you can do that at patreon.com slash thesuperspeedway. Regular season is over. We are headed to Darlington for the Southern 500 and the kickoff of the playoffs. Uh, Ten more races to go to finish out the season. We're back on schedule, uh, which is awesome. And uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, hopefully, we'll both be back next week to discuss Darlington. Yeah. <laughs> James is trying to bail on us because he's ha- his wife's having a kid. I mean, I don't know why that takes precedence over the podcast, but yeah, right. Whatever. Um, we'll just if James is out, he doesn't get to make his picks that week, and that allows me to move forward. Um, that'll encourage him to come back because that'll be important to him, right, James? I'll text it to you right from the delivery room. No, I'll no, no, no. You, you got to be on the I show. If I lose my picks on a week that I get the first pick, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> you got to be on the show, man. You can't pick without being on the show. Schedule's been against me from day one. <laughs> so anyway, one of us at least will be back next week to talk about the Southern 500 and preview the next race coming up. Until then, everybody, let's go racing. Uh-huh.